Hey everybody, Jason Klaus here, and we certainly hope that you are enjoying this week's podcast. Listen, we want to invite you to join us as we bring another installment of the Klaus to the Heart Live on ONTV to the airwaves of Orion Neighborhood Television. It happens Friday, August the 13th, beginning at 6 p.m. On that particular episode, I'm going to have a very good friend of mine stop by the studio, one of the most positive one of the most upbeat, one of the most awesome people that I know. Quadell Edwards is going to join us. We call him Q. Uh, Q is going to come by and sh- and share his story and the basis for his positive outlook on life. I think you're going to really enjoy what he has to say. So make your plans carve out about an hour with us it happens exclusively on orionontv.org or on facebook just look for at orionontv it's close to the heart live on ontv this episode of the close to the heart podcast has been rated m for mature audiences only Some material and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 18 years of age. I'm Jason Klaus. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a union worker. I'm a professional wrestler. I'm a promoter. This is my show. And on here, we are going to tackle a number of different topics. Pulse to the Heart podcast. We could be talking about sports. We could be talking about pop culture. We could be talking about professional wrestling. But above all else, we are going to talk about how we can go through life to make a positive difference for ourselves and for those in and around our lives. Welcome to the Pulse to the Heart podcast. Welcome to my show. This is the Close to the Heart Podcast, powered by Anchor.fm. Hey everybody, welcome to the Close to the Heart Podcast, powered by Anchor.fm as part the flagship show, as it were of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. I'm Jason Klaus, joining me from her home in Newark, Ohio, via the wonderful technology that is Skype, is Nikki Falsoni. Nicole, hello, how are we hello. doing today? We are fabulous. How are you? Well, I know you are fabulous. Because well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, reputation precedes me. <laughs> l- listen. The uh, just a, just a few short days ago, one of us celebrated a birthday, and it was not me. Yes, I did. I turned forty-three years old. My goodness! I know. Just tip. <laughs> I'm just tiptoeing, tiptoeing to middle age. <laughs> uh, did we have a good day? I know. Uh, I I I remembered it. It was your birthday. And I was going to talk to you about it when we were recording, but I'm like, okay, we, we've got all the time in the world. What the fuck does she have going on? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's her birthday. So, <laughs> um, 
so I wasn't, you know, we we didn't record on Friday. We were going to uh, talk about it then, but uh, you wound up going out, have, having, um, you know, have, having some adult time with, with some friends. How, how was did. that? It was wonderful. It was wonderful. I spent the day shopping at the outlets. It was tax-free wow. weekend here, so I took Friday off. I went by myself. It was fabulous. <laughs> and then I met friends out for Mexican and um, my PTO moms. And then uh, one of the gals baked a cake for me. And we had cake after a lot of queso and chips and margaritas. And it was a fabulous night. It was, it was all good. I'm glad to hear that. I'm certainly glad to hear that. Thank you. Oh, great. Um <laughs> My, you know, we were talking just a little bit before we hit the record button here for for this week's show, and this is going to be a very quick turnaround. We're recording this on Sunday for this coming Tuesday, so it's going to be a fast turnaround here. Uh, you had made mention that I, I looked tired, and I said, well, that's because my sleep schedule is all jacked up, and uh you and I haven't really had a, an opportunity here to really catch up on everyday life. And uh, what started out, I, I had taken last week off. I had pre-planned it through work. It was going to be my, my vacation. We were going to go to Cooperstown for Austin's baseball tournament, but um there was a wrench or two thrown in the works at the last minute. So we were scrambling and we were able to get uh, into another tournament that was in Muskegon. And, uh, but I was, you know, instead of having, you know, of, of, of needing a whole week off, I would only need a, like a long weekend, right? Well, I'm like, well, piss on it. I, I've already had the time off. It would be more of a pain if I tried to, Resend it and then try to apply later in the year. So I just kept the, the week off. Now the ironic part is, <laughs> is uh, the week before my my designated week off, uh, GM announced that they were going to idles second and third shift because of 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 the chip shortage. So they were only going to have um, first shift running that whole week. We had an unexpected week off. So a one-week vacation now turned into, into a two-week vacation, right? So I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm sound as a pound. I'm, you know, it's been a long time since I've had that kind of time off that wasn't either because of a strike or of a pandemic. So I was like, yeah, I'll, this is awesome. So I've been on something of a normal sleep schedule, you know, normal first shift type of sleep schedule, something I haven't been able to do in years. And uh, I was like, okay, well, now I need to slowly but surely start getting myself back onto midnight shift hours. And then it, <laughs> then it was announced uh, just the other day that because of the chip shortage, this coming week that starts here now as we're recording, um, the whole plant is shut down for this next week because of, of, of the chip shortage. So what turned, what started out as a one-week vacation has now turned into a three-week, essentially, paid vacation. Isn't that something? That's incredible. Wow. 
So here's where we're cheers, at. Cheers to that. Well, congratulations, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I'm not mad. I just don't know when to get back on my sleep schedule. So I'm all, all messed up here. Oh, goodness. So, but I will have you know that I've gotten a lot of shit done. They have this thing called rage. You just, you know, you get into a mood and you just, I mean, focused. You're focused on something. Now, my house, I mean, there are boxes that we have not unpacked since we moved over here in 2013. And, you know, I'm at a point to where we need to start eliminating some of this shit. Mm-hmm. If you if you don't know what's in it, we should probably just pitch it because you're not gonna miss it, right? Um, but that's you can't do that. No, no. you know there you might be something that. memorabilia you know, or something. Uh, I get it, I get it. But I've you know, and I too have I got my office here at least once. I'm gonna need to do it at least two more times because you know it's in layers. Like this shit up here, I need this. I have looked at it. It's just space. It's got to go. No, obviously, it's, you know, something that has sentimental value. Like nothing wrestling is leaving here, right? (laughs) (laughs) um, In fact, my son, you know, when he was younger, that's all he wanted was, was the wrestling toys, action figures, rings, and all this stuff. He still watches the product. Um, he still is passionate about, uh, you know, my organization, um, but he said he's he's going to be, you know, 13 here in a couple of months, you know, so he's not really into the whole action figure thing. So, you know, he and his mom were talking about, you know, pitching the, the, the wrestling figures. I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 I will. I will. <laughs> I will be taking those off your hands and I will find some way, shape or form to put them bitches on some sort of a spotlight on a display of some sort, because that's, that's a few thousand dollars I've got wrapped up in that. Yeah. And, and granted they've been opened with, he's played with them. Some of them are missing, you know, arms, legs, in some cases, heads. I get it. Those ones are I'll get rid of, but you know, I I just can't I can't do that. I can't let them just I can't no. <laughs> I, somehow I knew that was exactly how this was gonna go. <laughs> Listen, I am what I am, right? Yes. I am what I am. Okay. Uh, let's jump into the topic here this week. We started a series um, a couple of weeks ago called What Made You? And mm-hmm. this was your brainchild, Nicole. And yeah. um, the first episode, the first installment, I guess I should say, of this series, very well received. Um, I've, we have new listeners that have stumbled across the show. Um, and that was one of, if not the first episode that they listened to. And there was a lot of positive feedback on the different ways that we could tackle what made us as mm-hmm. 
as individuals. So I wanted to, I mean, I knew it was going to be a good idea, uh, but I, I, I wanted to, you know, on here, you know, address it and just acknowledge your, your, your slice of brilliance here, because well, this is, you. this is very good topic. This is good shit, as they say. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. So be, and I told you before we even started toying with the idea that this was going to be a, a natural thing. This was going to be a series that we were going to do on the show here that I was going to let you kind of steer the ship. You know what sure. I mean? Because this was something that, that you brought to the table. So you obviously have an emotional tie to it. You know what I mean? In in some way, shape, or form. But I, I don't want to take it over and totally miss the the core reasons why you wanted to, to tackle this. So with that being said, uh, we are going to jump into part two of what made you so so take it away from, from here okay so i thought um you know our first installment was you know what made you um end a relationship and so i thought we would look at the opposite side of that and what made you fall in love so we're gonna oh, look i mean that is the polar opposite, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. This. It's so peaks. This gets complicated. It does. You know, and it, it, there's just, there's so many factors and layers that go into quote unquote falling in love. You know, it, for, you know, I'm sure you know of, of people like this. I know of, of, of people like this, men and women. They, that word does not register with them at all at this point in their life because sure. they've been hurt. They've been screwed over. They've been this. They've been that. Um, the, the common theme here is with the of any kind of a relationship. And I know this is kind of piggybacking off of our our first installment of, of this series, but there is a there's a breakdown of trust. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there I feel like the, the the foundation of any meaningful re relationship has to be on trust. Now it how that varies is what kind of relationship are we talking about here? You know, is it your best friend or is it your coworker or is it somebody that you are in an exclusive re relationship with? This gets complicated, you know what I mean? Because not every love story uh, is one, you know, mirrors something that you read or you watch in a Disney movie, you know, one of these princess movies, you know what I mean? Like the damsel in distress and Prince you know, Charming comes out of nowhere and saves the day. They fall in love and have a bunch of different munchkins running around. That's great. <laughs> by, <laughs> by and large, that does not happen, right? No. Because it, it is. Well, I mean. Do tell. 
do tell. <laughs> That's what I, you know, I said, sometimes your knight in shining armor is a country boy in a Ford Expedition that shows up in the middle of the night and takes you home after a party and you end up with a house full of munchkins. <laughs> Took you out there and went, went, never mind, never mind, <laughs> never mind. Okay, um, so I mean, at, at what point do you start to realize um, this individual that there's obviously some sort of initial attraction to? Not all the time, but by and large, you right. know, that you got to be, you got to be somewhat um, attracted to him, whether it be physically, whether it be mentally, whether they have a, you know, a sense of humor that is, you know, just off the charts. You know what I mean? There's, it doesn't always have to be what a person looks like, but there's got to be that, mm-hmm. uh, there's got to be something of an attraction of some sort. Sure. There has to be some sort of spark there. It, there it is. There it is. Good word. Spark. Um, yeah, because without it, how you you know, unless you fan the flame, how are you going to know if what's available, right? So, you know, in this day and age, and you know, I've I've maintained, you know, it's been a long time since I've been on the dating scene. You know what I mean? Because when I was at that point in my life, dating apps weren't really as big of a thing as they are now so the whole online dating thing never really registered with me um Mm -hmm. and 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 i know of stories you know great stories that started out with two people met on match.com or some other type of 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 social media platform Mm -hmm. you know that's made for that purpose and they've gone and they've you know they've gotten married and they're and they're and they're 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 loving the life they live and Mm -hmm. but you've also heard the opposite side of that where it's just it was just a horror story right out of out of of the get-go because the person that was in that profile pick or whatever and the one that you're sitting across the table from are meeting up somewhere for some reason. You yes. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Catfishing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, you know, right there, there is an example of trust on 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 the display. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you came into it with one. With, I mean, it's it's a, a basic thing. You came into it with one expectation, and in, in this case, it's what that person looks you know looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what they look like on screen and in person, like I said, isn't isn't matching up. So you've already administered a significant hit to the trust factor because if I can't trust you enough to put your what you really look like on here. Versus, you know, I feel like you've duped me. You, you've you got much, you've got much deeper issues than, than, you know, whatever you don't like about your own appearance that you'd use <laughs> fake photos or doctored photos. 
Well, the, these damn filters, you know, I we, we've talked about it yes. in, 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 in previous episodes. It's just like, man, I would rather, you know, I'm not going to re- rehash all that because that could take a while. But, um, you know, once once you get past that, you meet somebody, there's that that proverbial spark. Um, you know, we we tend to do things one of two ways. We we're either all in, you know, we're like, hey, I'm digging on you, and I think you kind of dig me, so let's um, talk and figure stuff out, figure out who we are, and you know, blah 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 blah, the nooks and crannies, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, and the next thing you know, you go on a few dates. You're like, oh, I'm really liking this person. And then then it gets more serious as time rolls on, and this that, and the other thing. Now, in in your particular case, in your experiences, do you find that your story, your um, love story, for the lack of a better term, uh, <laughs> uh I would imagine that they're they're different based on the individual in which in in who you have the relationship with, right? Yeah. Because absolutely. I mean, I know of people where you know they're calling the shots, and they and, and they make no bones about it from word go. Like, if you want time with me, this is the way it's going to be, and you know, mm-hmm. yada yada yada. I'm calling the shots. So their story doesn't really deviate much other than the length of time it took for the dude or, or the, the other person in question to be like, you know, what the hell with this? I, I don't, I don't need another mama. You know what I mean? Right. Right. <laughs> so, um, but at what point do you start to realize, you know, right? Because there's, I have these feelings and, you know, there's like these butterflies and you, the person's on, on your mind all the time. But at, at what point do, do you start to think there might be something here? Like, how, how was it with, with you? Um, so Jesse and I actually were introduced by his sister and it was just to help because at that time I had been doing keto, like a following a low carb ketogenic diet. And, um, Jesse wanted to lose weight and he was in the process of leaving his marriage and wanted to work on himself in all aspects. And so his sister put us in a group text and said, you know, here, this is the girl that I've been, you know, she was playing go between and she's like, I'm just going to put us all in a group text so that you can just talk to him instead of me having to relay all this information. Sure. So anyway, um, you know, we texted in there and I was like, Oh, he's funny. And at the time I was dating and I just, I thought he was funny. Just like he it was kind of a smart ass. And, uh, I can uh, see why you relate, but go ahead. Right. Right. <laughs> and, um, and then, you know, we just got talking more and more. And then I found out, I found, <laughs> I was out on a date one night and it was a very nice looking guy. But as I'm sitting across the table, having drinks with this guy, I'm like, 
I wonder what Jesse's doing. I wonder what he's up to tonight. And I found myself thinking about, you know, wondering what he was doing instead of what this person across from me was saying. Mm-hmm. And um, then I had um, been at a party at my brother's house and I had been drinking and I was going to Uber home. And I had been texting, Jesse and I had been texting that evening and he sent me a picture and he was driving and it was like late at night. And I said, what are you doing? He said, driving west. And I said, well, stop when you get at the, get to the ocean, you know, being a smart ass. And yeah. And, (laughs) uh, so long story short, he drove an hour to pick me up from my brother's house to drive me home two miles to make sure that I got home safe that night. Wow. And I had not met him in person. I had never met him. And he and I oh, were really? just friends. Yeah, he and I were just friends. So I'm like, replaying, this is probably not the smartest thing to do, would be hop in a vehicle with someone you've never met. But again, I had worked with his sister for several years. So it wasn't like, you know, he was totally unknown to me. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, I opened the back seat. I opened the door, tossed my bag in, and he looked over his shoulder and smiled at me. And then I opened the front door, hopped in, put my seatbelt on, looked over at him, smiled. I put my feet up on the dash and he drove. He asked for directions and he took me home. We sat in the driveway. He picked me up somewhere between 1 and 2 a.m. And it was during the time change. So there was an extra hour. And we sat in the driveway and talked until 7.30 in the morning. Huh. And, wow. yeah. And I, you know, I still laugh to this day because I'm like, you took a big leap. I mean, because that's, and that's, if you know him, like, that's not who he is. And he literally, he got in his expedition and he just drove. He drove over an hour to make sure that I got home, like, two three miles away from where I was at. So were were you guys like Facebook friends at this point? I mean, did, yes. did you see, yeah. you, you've seen pictures of him. You kind of knew what, what the guy looked like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we were both working on losing weight and, um, he didn't really have much on his, he's not much into social media, but, um, he did have like a little bit on his Facebook but, um, you know, he looked at mine and he's like, you are finer than frog hair. And I will never forget that. Cause I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he's like, girl, you are finer than frog hair. And, uh, that's, that's funny because I use that very, that, that very phrase in everyday conversation, but I see you really? it up a little bit. Oh yeah. You are finer than frog hair split four ways from Sunday. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's even, that's even fancier. <laughs> With my middle finger up and everything. Or my, yes. my pinky finger. Your pinky <laughs> finger up. I love it. But, oh. uh, yeah, we just sat and talked and it was like, it was like talking with an old friend and we talked about everything. And, um, yeah, and we just clicked, and we were very good friends, and um, he was living at his dad's house at the time, 
and he would come and he would sleep on my couch. <laughs> He'd come over and hang out and we'd sit and talk. We'd listen to music. I'd light some candles, make some food. And we would just, we'd literally sit on the couch and talk until two or three in the morning. And it was just, he, it's like, he got me, like he understood, like I didn't, for the first time in my life, I felt like I didn't have to apologize for being who I was. Like I wasn't too much. I wasn't enough. It was just right. And that was like the first time in my life that I ever felt that way, that I felt I could unapologetically be myself. And you don't find that very often. So when you do, you kind of just jump feet first. Okay. I have two two takeaways because as you were talking, I'm like, <laughs> I I need to write this down because these these are good points here. Uh-huh. Now, the one that you just said, and I think r- resonates more than the the first one that I wrote down is mm-hmm. you felt like yourself. You felt like, for in in your words, for the first time in in seemingly forever, you didn't feel like you had to apologize for being who and what you are. Mm-hmm. I think that is, especially at this point in my life, at this stage in my life, that hits home because. Um, if you can't be a hundred percent honest and comfortable in your own skin, how are you going to be a hundred percent comfortable and confident and, and everything in a, in a, 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 re, a relationship that's supposed to be for the lack of a better term, the end all be all, because if, if you're going to commit yourself to an exclusive relationship, you know, in order to get everything out of it that you possibly can, both parties involved here, uh, you have to be good with you before you can even expect to be good for, for somebody else. I mean, I've, I've talked about that in what some of the earliest episodes of this podcast way before you came on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's one thing and and you know i alluded to it a handful a handful of weeks ago that it it took and and this goes into being aware of your self-worth right because um you know i alluded to the fact that you know i had a first marriage that dissolved because i made a conscious effort that i was not going to be who I was uh, expected to be and not who I really was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That was a that was huge. You know what I mean? That was a big fucking deal. And you know, and that set my whole world upside down there for a minute. <clears throat> but I got over it, right? And <clears throat> pardon me. The other thing that you said or you said something and it triggered this thought and and and, and I want to see what your take on this is meaningful relationships like long term re- relationships do you think that it's important that there is a f- 
foundation of a significant amount of time to establish a friendship before that next level is taken to to the point to where you become an an item or an exclusive re- relationship do you have to have that that time to establish a a legitimate friendship for this thing to be Oh, do you think that this love at first sight type type of thing is a real thing? Um, I think that the love at first sight does it happen? Absolutely. Is it sustainable? Not necessarily, because eventually things ebb and flow. And once that honeymoon period is over, where the lust and the endorphins and everything's all, oh, I love you so much and I can't wait to see you. And uh," if you don't have, you know what I mean? If you don't have a strong foundation of like, you like things in common or there's some understanding of who this person is and what makes them tick, that's great that the sex is wonderful, but you have to have something else besides just that. And I and I think a friendship, which is what Jesse and I established very deeply in the beginning, because again, as I said, I was dating. Sure. And I had some, uh, I, you know, I had situations. <laughs> um, and Jesse and I were friends. And... Um, and it just kind of organically happened. So it wasn't something like I went into looking at or looking for a relationship with Jesse. It happened after I got to know him as his friend and just see who he was as a man. And oh, that's more, what I th- it was like more of a, uh, what's the word? It, it was wasn't a slow burn. Ma- <laughs> well, right, slow burn. <laughs> um, it wasn't manufactured; like it was very or- organic, I guess. You know, what yes. I mean, it 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 started with something very, by and large, minimal. Then, you know, with time, mm-hmm. with nurturing, with everything that goes into it, it blossoms into what you guys have now. So it's organic in 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 that sense, and I feel like, and and you're absolutely right. I feel like for to have a relationship that withstands the test of time, as it were, you know, you, there's got to be something of a foundation that that is a predecessor to everything that goes into it's you and me. It's you know we're exclusive all of the emotional ties the physical ties the, the all of all the gim all the gimmicks and gizmos and gadgets that go into something like this um you know you gotta because like you said eventually that you know the honeymoon phase is over and you just look at a person and they're and they're not even doing anything wrong they're just sitting in in a chair watching the TV show or whatever, but the way that they breathe all of a sudden is the thing that just sets you right, right over the top, right? Because yes, I, and I mouth breathers that are like, 
That's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, some of us have nasal issues, and we can't always breathe through our nose. So in order to, to get that oxygen, <laughs> that, that's nothing, that's nothing like that. Is that what you're talking about? When you say mouth breathers, you're talking about ones that make an audible noise like that? Because that's terrible. <laughs> no, just like, you can hear every bronchial expanding in their lungs. <laughs> Yeah, I'm mouth noises kind of get to me a little bit. <clears throat> just, just a skosh, <laughs> just a little bit. It's, it's one of those things. <clears throat> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesse wasn't a mouth breather, so. <clears throat> oh, well, th- thank God for him, right? Or right. We'll tell him where the story w- would have went. I'm sorry, Jesse. You're cool and all. I think you're hot. You're sweet and all that, but. Damn, bro, there's something to do about your mouth. I just couldn't see that that conversation happening. Yeah, I've, I've talked to him once. I, you know, we've gone back and forth over, over Facebook. He seems like a very nice guy. I, I look forward to the day that, uh, you know, we you know, we didn't have, like, a podcast ne- network picnic or some shit like Ooh, that. Ooh, there you but, go. That'd be that, would be, that would be fun. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know why I, why I went off on, on that sidebar, but that happens, I guess. So let's, let's talk about you. What made you fall in love with Carrie? <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's not anything, well, you know, like, like you said, it wasn't anything I was looking for. There was just, um. You know, we worked together, and uh, that's how I met her. Like, we, I was the maintenance supervisor at a, an apartment complex in Swartz Creek, and she and another girl had hired in at the same time to work in the office. But it was like a year, year and a half after I had gotten there, so I, I had been there for a while. <laughs> and... Um, at the time, um, you know, I didn't really think, and I didn't think much of her. She was just a girl that that worked in in the office, and there was, in a lot of communities, there's there try management would like to see like a division between office staff and maintenance staff. Like they don't want a lot of interpersonal you know, friendships, that type of thing, especially if it develops into more than what, what it, you know, what it is. But they try to maintain that line. And that really wasn't as much of a thing at on this property because uh, we had a very unique, a very cool group of people that worked both in the office and in maintenance. And we all just, we became friends. You know, we were all around the same age that we were, you know, we had similar interests. Um, I think one of I think only uh, two of them had kids. The rest of us, uh, you know, did not at, at that point. So it was just, a, it was a unique scene. You know what I mean? And we, mm-hmm. we, we hung out, we partied after work, this, that, another thing. She was actually at, at the end, towards the end of, 
a long time relationship and um like it seems to me when she that they were you know they were on the outs i mean they were still kind of trying to trying to figure shit out but um it didn't work out or for whatever reason and um I don't know. It was just we we started hanging out after work, and um, at this point, my first marriage has started. I mean, it it was, you know what I mean. It 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 went down quicker than than the Hindenburg on a hot August night. It was just you know once once that once that decline started, it was, you know, yeah. per, pretty much yeah. It was a it was a done deal, and. Uh, uh, under no circumstance was Carrie a reason for any of that shit. You know what I mean? That's she was a non-factor in any of that. Um, well, we started hanging out, and you know, you you spend enough time with people, you start to think about them more, right? Or, or mm-hmm. they make such such an impact, and it could be the simplest things, but it's it's something that will trigger this chain of events that you start thinking about them more and more and more often. And it really, it, it, it had gotten to a point to where, you know, I, this individual was on my brain all the time. I'm like, well, there's gotta be a reason for it. What, what am I feeling? And, uh, you know, we thought, well, let's, See what happens. She was interested. I was interested. There was a spark, as you said. Um, put a little petrol fuel on that some bitch and <laughs> towering inferno, right? Um, and you know, with us, things happen a little bit faster than we had anticipated. You know, because it wasn't terribly long after the fact that. <laughs> We found out that she was pregnant with Austin, and um, you know, so that was obviously a scary thing. I wasn't, you know, I had no experience in any of this, and and before I got all, um, you know, emotional one way or the other, I wanted to make sure that this was exactly what was happening. And then once you get, you know, the formal test done, and then you you get the official results, like. This is what's happening. And you're like, okay, well, you know, let's roll. <laughs> what, what, what are you going to do? You know, um, we knew that, you know, we were very much into into each other. And I, and there was a lot of that lost at first. But I, you know, over time, I, I would like to think that that materialized into a legitimate love and all of that stuff you know i mean she hasn't kicked me to the curb yet so i guess we're out you know <laughs> we're doing okay in that regard um you know but we got you know we did things out of order because you know the ideal order according to a society of days gone by is you get married then you have then you have the kids right well we did we had a kid, got married, had another kid, so we were all over the. Um, but <laughs> so you, so you guys weren't together very long before you got pregnant with Austin. No, pretty, it happened pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, sure did. It was like, and I we <laughs> I was uh, living in the apartments above the clubhouse on on the property, and uh, you know she had been staying there more often than not. She had her own place, but uh, she shared it with her sister. And uh, so, you know, I had my own place. So she, you know, she was at my apartment more often than not, you know, and uh, we had come home from uh, going up north and Jeff was, <laughs> Jeff was living with me too. He had the spare bedroom. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, so, um, he, uh, he was in, in his room and we were unpacking or what, whatever. And, um, Carrie had her pregnancy test and like showed it to me and I'm like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> she was like pregnant. And I was like, huh? okay uh okay what was i going to do you know what i mean what right. was i going to say and uh you know <laughs> i was sitting sitting down and talking to jeff about it and he was just like um you know to him at that point in his life that's the worst thing that you could that could possibly happen and uh he's like well what are you going to do like, what do you mean? What am I gonna do? <laughs> gonna do whatever I gotta do. You know, I'm I'm gonna be a dad. I'm I got a kid coming. Blah blah blah. And uh, you know, I I think he was very nervous for me because I I don't think he realized. I think he overanalyzed the whole situation in what telling my parents was going to be like. Right. And, uh, but my parents had met Carrie and, you know, they, everybody got along very well and there wasn't anything like that. But, you know, when we told them, well, oh, shit, they were over the moon excited about it, you know? Oh it, yeah. I, well, I, you I, were in your thirties. It's not like you were 19. <laughs> true story. True story. You know, but I think by and large, when you talk about. You know, because with every re relationship, there's always going to be dynamics of it that change, right? I mean, the more time you spend with somebody, you know, the more, I mean, we're still trying to figure out exactly who we are as, as people a lot of times. Very oh, few yeah. are, you know, 100% that this is exactly who I am and this is who I'm going to be for the rest of my life. Unless your goal is to be a a, a butthole, that I mean that because that's kind of universal in my mm -hmm. opinion. You just have yeah. different levels of assholishness about you. Agreed. Um, but for for decent people, for for people that kind of adapt or adopt different philosophies based on their surroundings, their communities, things of this nature, they're, they they. You know, there's always a learning period in in our lives, and you know, as as dynamics of a relationship will change from day one to like your 20 year mark and everywhere in between and beyond, 
you know, when you go back to the very beginning and what made you fall in love with this person, it goes back to that spark. And it goes back to when you get to a point to where when you when you go to bed at night, this individual is the last person on your mind. Then when you wake up the next day and you and you pop your eyes open and you're shaking the cobwebs and you are gathering your 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 first your first coherent thought of the day by and large or you reach double digits in terms of what your thoughts are that person is near the top if not at the top right because they've obviously made that that kind of impact on you to where you know it's it's got a it's got a hold of you it's got a hold of your mind it's got a hold of your thoughts it's got a hold of your heart and you're like oh you know this person like i've always had this amount of appreciation for them because of who they are and what they bring to my life but now there's something more here now there's that spark has turned into a full-blown four alarm fire and man oh man the uh the dynamic that accompanies that you know if it uh it puts you in a completely different frame of mind like you look at the world in a different place when you are fresh falling in love with somebody you know everything's a little bit brighter everything's a little bit more meaningful everything's a little bit happier like you your existence and everything your whole aura is just it, it's brightened right up but on the other hand when things aren't going well and things are on the other end of that spectrum to where that flame is starting to get put out a little bit more a little bit more a little bit more that aura will actually shrink it will darken and i mean it's written all over on an individual's body language because they may try to hide it they may try to mask it they may try to pretend or put out this public perception that there's you know everything's fine there's nothing happening there's there's you know everything's normal or whatever normal looks like but those who really know that individual mind body and soul you're not going to bullshit them they're going to know that that something is off that something is wrong and you know now you got to come up with a course of action here um but when you realize that you, you know when you are falling in, in love with somebody and that person occupies their mind and you look forward to every text message you look forward to every phone call you look forward to every chance that you have to meet up somewhere for lunch for dinner for whatever the case may be whether it's for five minutes or for five hours you know that is a block of time that you are you are solely focused on and if the the thought of it and the anticipation of it just fills you with so much hope and happiness a lot of times you know because it's so fresh and so new and so exciting 
you know, you, you get wrapped up into that and it becomes the greatest feeling that in some cases that individual has ever experienced. And I think that gauging the kind of intensity that those initial days, weeks, months of a new relationship, uh, that that is going to, uh, that has the, the capability of changing people for the better more often than not. Uh, because, you know, a, a lot of people, you know, when when they fall in love with somebody, man, they love hard, hard, and uh, you know it's they're all in, as they say. What, what no matter what it takes, no matter what has to happen, no matter of anything, they will make that shit happen. Uh, you know that's you know that's one one of those things where it's good, but it can be bad too. You know because. It, when you are in that invested in it, like you get to a point to where if if your anticipations, if your expectations, you know, if those aren't meant for one reason or, or the other, it, it, it can kick the it, it can kick it off the rails so fast oh. that, you know, the an, an accident is inevitable and whether or not the severity of it will determine whether you you can put that back on on the rails again would you say that that's accurate oh absolutely i mean jesse and i've had our fair share of our <laughs> derailments <laughs> where things are chugging along and then it's, yeah exactly and then before you know it it is things are a little helter skelter and it's it's been a couple of times where we've kind of looked at each other and it's like, do you want to continue doing this? <laughs> right. You know, it's, <clears throat> but then I think it's a lot of self-reflection. It's looking, um, you know, I would rather spend any bad day that I have with him than have all of my good days with someone else. Beautiful. That was beautiful. Well, thank you. Are you a little glassy-eyed? No. A little Heavens, glassy-eyed no. When you said that, because man, you got me right there, Nicole. Right there. Seriously, oh, well, and I'm not. You. I'm not trying to be funny here. That was probably. The sweetest thing I've heard all week. Well, <laughs> that was you. fantastic, and I hope he he uh, he understands what that means. So, yeah. I'm sure he does. So I'm sure yeah. I have no doubt. I mean, I I am not I am not a Disney princess to live with. Let me tell you. I mean, maybe Ursula. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I am not. I am not. It is not all peaches and cream all the time. I mean, that's just not reality. Not when you've got three kids and life and everything else. But I want to do life with him and all the trials and tribulations and all the other bullshit. I I want to do it with him. I you know I want to be riding shotgun and my feet up on the dash with him. And I don't want that was someone else so 
Do you li- literally put your feet up on the dash? I do. It's so dangerous. I know I shouldn't do it, though. I know I shouldn't do it. I know I shouldn't. It's not my dash. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't have my shoes on. I'm barefoot. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just saying that that wouldn't fly in my truck, is all I'm going to say. <laughs> Well, when I Carrie does not (laughs) Carrie does not put her feet on my dash, nor do my children, nor do my dog if I had one. (laughs) Toonie the cat, maybe. Toonie the cat could have gotten away with it. Yeah, Toonie could have done that. Nobody else. Fuck him. God rest her soul. (laughs) I'm telling you. Just the best cat in the whole wide world. Anyway. She was. Anything else you want to add to this? I don't think so. I think that was pretty I, good. I think you did all right. Well, thank, thank you, you so did. much. I liked hearing uh, your story. Well, listen, there there was a, there was a lot to unpack there. I mean, yeah. I, obviously, I skimmed the surface. I didn't go deep into the woods, but. Um, you never do. I do in some cases, you know, the situation's got to be right. I got to be like, if, if if you got me on here this week in a mood to where I just truly did not give a fuck about anything, then this conversation probably would have went in a completely different way. However, um, that's why we recorded today and not like, I don't know, like yesterday. Because <laughs> <laughs> this whole dynamic would, would have been totally different than what we wound up talking about. And I, and I think that's, that's pretty good because, you know, we've tried, to, we've tried to tackle a number of different ways of looking at this. Your story with Jesse, mine with Carrie. But I also, you know, those are our individual stories. There's, you know, every love story has its own twists and turns and things of this nature, but mm-hmm. all, all of them have a starting point and it starts with that, that spark, you know, mm-hmm. that, um, that very uh, basic attraction of some sort. So, uh, I think I think we did a I think we did well, certainly do. So, um, before we wrap this up, though, I've been meaning to ask you. I've asked the 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 other uh, co-hosts here on the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. Have you checked out the new additions on the online store? I saw the coffee mug. Which I love. I posted it on my Instagram. People are like, "You're on a podcast." <laughs> <laughs> my dirty little secret. <laughs> you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? We are Nicole's dirty little secret. <laughs> well, is... I don't. You know, if I if I talk too much about certain people, then they're going to be like, "That was about me, wasn't it?" <laughs> well. <laughs> I can't put people on Front Street anymore. <laughs> Be like, oh, that that episode was about me, wasn't it? Yeah. 
I write you at that point, you have already won the psychological game. So yes. that's that's fantastic. <laughs> Listen, there are over a hundred new items that have been added to our online store. That every show that we have here has its own store. Um, and if it's not on the Klaus to the Heart one, it is under the Jackal Creations Podcast store because that that has like a bunch of our our group shots you know what i mean like uh, mm-hmm. the whole jackal family is on one and it's there's a lot to look at there and it seems to be i've we've made a couple sales which i'm pretty excited about our friend cindy you know cindy yeah uh she uh she bought a notebook the the other day which i i she love sent it me, I know. So I, she sent me a picture of it, and I was like, "Oh, she's, she's such a big." She is. She's fantastic. Number one fan and un, unofficial president of the fan club is is Perfect. how she's she's described herself to me before. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, on that note. Um, for all of your feedback, we certainly encourage it. If it's good, you can send it uh, to me. If not, you can send it to Nicole. Uh, <laughs> but you can send it to ClausToTheHeart at uh, uh, email.com is our official email account. Or just go to ClausToTheHeart.net that has all of our latest news and action, action information, things of this nature. Hey, real quick, before I forget, this Friday... August the uh, uh, 13th, I'm going to be back on ONTV. Ooh, Friday and, the 13th? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, it, it didn't click until, like, the other day. Like, I, I've had this date booked for a while, and it was, like, it, it was ONTV saying, shoot me some dates. So I just went down the calendar. I was like, okay, nothing's happening on that day. Let's try the 13th. He's like, yeah, we're open. I'm like, great, let's book it. August the 13th was all I thought about. Not even putting it, oh, I'm doing this on Friday the 13th. Um, However, um, I'm going to have a very good friend of mine stop by the studio. Um, We call him Q. And uh, very upbeat, very motivational kind of guy. And uh, he is... He is awesome, and I'm very much looking forward to hearing his story. So that happens this Friday. It starts at 6 o'clock. You can see it exclusively on Facebook. Uh, Just go to Orion ON TV, and you will see their their official page, and it will stream exclusively on there at 6 o'clock. So I'm pretty excited about that. Pretty, pretty excited. Got a lot of things happening. That's new, awesome. merch, new merchandise of the store. New, oh, we did a new YouTube show here this week with the Hackett's. That was that was a very emotional uh, conversation with them. If you haven't checked that out, we encourage you to do so. It's over at YouTube.com. Well, Nicole, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Yes. And 
for everybody else. We certainly appreciate you tuning in. Be awesome to yourselves and each other. We'll see you next Tuesday, beginning at midnight, with a brand new episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast, powered by Anchor.fm. Hey everybody, I'm Jason Klaus, and I want to give you kind of a brief rundown of what you can expect here on our family of shows under the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. It starts every Tuesday at midnight with our flagship show, the Klaus to the Heart Podcast, where we look at the brighter things of life, the silver lining, if you will. On Thursdays, I'm joined by Jim Burgett as we bring you Tea Time, our unique views and commentary on the world around us, sports, entertainment, and anything that comes across our radar. That's available on Thursdays beginning at 1 a.m. And then on Saturday mornings at midnight, we step into Wendy's World, where I am joined by Wendy McBride Washburn as she recounts some of the funniest moments and stories of her life. And they are some of the absolute best stories that I have ever heard. And then rounding out our family of podcasts here, the Turnbuckle Time Machine, where I'm joined by Pope Brandon Brownson, Rex Havoc, and Tim Williams as we look back on some of the biggest moments and events in professional wrestling history. You can check them out all on the Anchor.fm app or exclusively on Spotify.